Girl Sheila O, and this is how far. How far now? What's good? What one? What's popping? How you all doing? On the show, I got Cass with me. Cass, what's good? How you coming? What's going on, Sheila? Man, just maintaining, trying not to go crazy in uh this crazy world we live in, man. What's going on with you? The world is crazy, Cass. I couldn't say it any better. The world is crazy. Some people are actually restraining themselves or restricting themselves from following simple rules. That's a what? It's a pandemic out there, guys. The fact that some cities have opened up doesn't mean that, okay, you shouldn't social distance, you should go out without your mask. You have to still respect the rules. What's the craziest story you've seen lately pertaining to this whole COVID-19 social distancing thing? Oh, my days. Because okay. there's so many out there, man. There is so many out there, you know. You know, there was a time when I was digging up McDonald's, you know, when in China they, they had that restriction where they didn't want black people coming into McDonald's. So when McDonald's yeah. shut, the, shut that China restaurant down, I was super excited. I gave them their shout-out and everything. So now I'm a loyal McDonald's fan. Yeah. So I wasn't happy to hear about the lady, the crazy lady, okay? I'm sorry. You must be to shoot people or take a life. Okay, to take a life, something's wrong with you. She walks into, she get, tries to go to McDonald's, right, in Oklahoma, this lady. And of course, due to COVID-19, she wasn't allowed to go to eat in the lounge. You know right. what I mean? And she lost it. She shot three people, Cass. Three people. Over McDonald's? Oh, McDonald's. <laughs> That's just crazy wow. as far as I'm concerned. Like, hello, don't you know what's going on? Wow. What do you live in? What about you, Cass? What about I don't know you? where we live in right now, because let's be real, 2020 has really been on one lately, G. Mm. Like, 2020 has been a crazy year. Let's see. It started off, we had a war in January yep. that people forgot about. Um, let's see. February, respect to uh, Kobe. Kobe. <gasps> let's see. March, COVID-19 went crazy everywhere, the pandemic. Let's see. April, uh, what did we have? Uh, aliens? Aliens. Aliens. Like, we, the world has been waiting for, like, some type of, like, <laughs> information on this this you know g14 classified thing and once they finally mentioned it everybody thought about it for like one day and it was just like it's so much going on nobody cared because moving on to what may now we have uh killer hornets killer bees like, the murder. <laughs> scary really? looking really? hornets scary looking and then we have people going crazy and taking the law into their own hands as well like what happened in georgia well you know the deaths the, the oklahoma is like hello we already have issues why add to it Anyway, Kaz, we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna remain positive. We're gonna Ooh, how sure far? Everybody's being checked on. So how far? How far? On the show today, we have a queen, a singer-songwriter, a performer. She is dope. Okay. She most recently got a Grammy Award certificate in recognition of her participation as a composer on the Grammy Awards-nominated recording of *The Lion King*, *The Gift* by Beyoncé. The category was Best Pop Album for the 62nd Grammy Awards. This lady, this queen has carved her way, has her own style, has her own vibes. Niniola, how far? How you doing, Anna? I did. <laughs> How's everything? How you doing? <laughs> Nini, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on to the Afrozone Show. Much appreciated. I love your hair. 
I had to keep up with you, girl. <laughs> I love your hair. I love, <laughs> I love yours too. Thank you so much. So, Nini, have you been out since the lockdown uh, was uh, opened up in Lagos? Have you been outside? Just today. <laughs> Just Where today. Did you I, go? I, I had to take my dog to the vet quickly. Oh, yeah. I had to take her to the vet to get her um, vaccinations. And um, I went there. I was, of course, protected. I wore my mask and my yeah. gloves. And I went straight home, back home. <laughs> Keeping it safe. I like that. Keeping it safe. Okay. In your early years, okay, you dabbed in with a lot of singing competitions. I want to start from the roots because I need the AfroZones listeners to know that you are one of the most persistent artists out there who's just taking your time to pave your way. So asking the question, you were in a lot of singing, singing competitions. You have had a lot of experiences. You've had your own fair shares of no, your own fair shares of rejection. Now you're where you are, you know, having your own lane, calling you the Afro house queen, okay? Those experiences, how, have, how has it helped you today? Okay, so it's helped me to not give up, to persevere. And I'd say growing up, my parents didn't used to take me out. Right. That I had to um, keep myself busy. I was listening to their records in secondary school. I had my own lunchtime show where mm -hmm. I'd sing to my friends. And I thought, you know, I was super good. I thought <laughs> I was super talented and that, you know, the world was waiting to listen to me until I went for my very first singing competition. And I didn't even come top five or even top six. It was a church um, program and I stumped out Anglia. all <laughs> back. <laughs> Well, and then West African Idol came to Nigeria, and so yes. uh, I was happy, you know, I dressed up, I was ready to, you know, thrill the judges. I got just one yes, and the other two judges, because there were three judges, the other two judges said, um, it was obvious that I had the passion, but I didn't quite have what they wanted, have what they wanted. And I cried. It was humiliating because you know how it is, go for an audition and you have people waiting outside. They can see on your face. They can tell if you've gotten a yes or a no. And I had to walk out with it. No, I'm sadness on my face. It was crazy. And I told myself, I said, you know what? I guess music is not for me. Music is not for me, you know. I'll, I'll just throw it away. And someone advised me to join the live band. And I did. And that's where I learned how to um, perform to mm. a live audience firsthand. I learned mm. how to, because before I was just the ballad singer. I learned how to do dance music. I learned how to thrill people. And that has really helped to shape me. Yeah. You know, fast forward to 2013, I, um, my younger brother came up to me, was like, ah, X Factor is in Nigeria. I think the price <laughs> money was like 24 million naira. Like you have to go and get it for me. I'm like, I don't sing anymore. So you will think for this. We need the money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then I went there. Um, the judges were M.I., Oyeka Wenu, and Ganyan judge, I don't quite remember his name. And um, I got a standing ovation from the judges and was like, yes, finally, after so many years, you know, I'll say, no, you're not good enough. And um, I was dropped in. And each time I was told that I, I wasn't good enough, I went back to the drawing board. I kept okay. listening to different genres of music and getting better because I told myself, I said, I want to be so good that nobody will be saying no, no nobody will be able to say no to me you know and nobody will be able to question my craft how i was going to do that i did not know, you don't know. <laughs> until i went to project fame from the very right. first session they saw me and they were like yeah what you've been looking for i was like i looked at myself from, <laughs> from me? Head to toe, like me 
are you sure? And I got into the house. I came for runner up. You know, I got my prize money. I looked for the best producer. And that's how, you know, I did nice. my first that's an, that's a real awesome story. The Afrozone's viewers, okay, I'm so glad you shared this story with them, Niniola, because it's all about how far, how far you've yeah. come, how you started, where you are today, where you're going to. You do a mean selling Dion, meaning. You do a mean selling Dion, please. I need my Afrozone's listeners to hear you. Just indulge me. Just a little bit of selling Dion, please. I know you do it. Oh, okay. Um... So the song that I did um, for my second audition in um, um, Idol, because mm-hmm. when they gave me the No in Lagos, I jumped on a plane and I went to Abuja to audition. <laughs> and when they saw me, they were like, aren't you the girl from Lagos? I said, uh-huh. I'm the girl from Lagos. Oh, the, like, same, the same competition you went to yes. a different... That's what's up. Yeah, to a different city. And they're like, sorry, you can't perform. I'm like, why does it say on your website that I can't perform? <laughs> Tell me, show me. And um, this was the song that I performed. Baby, baby, if I kiss you like this, and if you whisper like that, it was so long ago, but it's all coming back to me. But if you want me like this, and if I need you like that, Actually crashed the whole internet. I know. The whole just froze. It's That's just how froze powerful your voice is, right? Wow. Right, Cass, you hear my girl? Yeah, I I froze up too, right? What she did. It was just Ooh. like, wow, I wasn't, yeah. It's one thing just hearing it actually live. But you know, I'm curious, like, do you still watch any of these reality shows or do you keep up with them or, or are you too busy nowadays? Like watching reality and singing reality shows, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like watching them. Sometimes, you know, I'm like, okay, if I stumble on them and I do, but sometimes I'm like, don't take me by their me right. judges, you know, and, <laughs> you know, all that craziness. Um, but it's good if you're, if you're trying to pursue it, I think you should go out there and get judged these people and because they're just like their words are just like sandpaper yeah mm. and then your raw your talent is raw so that sandpaper is going to the rough surface and then you throw the sandpaper right. with the experience that you have can you see yourself ever being a judge on one of these shows is that something you would be interested in down the line when we talk how far is that something oh, you- yeah. oh sure definitely definitely Definitely, because I I know what it is to be coming from. I understand the kind of push they need. Mm -hmm. I understand not to spoil them, Mm -hmm. but be firm with them as well. So, yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. That's what's up. Your album, This Is Me, has too many hits on it, Nini. Too many hits. From Maradona to Hello, Princess. (laughs) 
<laughs> Hello. So from Maradona to Saro. Cookie, is that her name? Nini, your yes, sound. That's her name. That's her name. Okay. So your album has too many hits, like I was saying. This is me. Yeah, I can hear you better now. I was this is our new norm now, Nini. This is our new norm. This is the new way to interview. What can we do until we get you back in the States? I this know. would have to surface. We'll manage. <laughs> we'll, yeah, manage. we'll manage. We have to. We have to. So your album, This Is Me, okay? The the your last album, This Is Me, okay, which is still out now. You have too many hits on it. From Maradona to Saro to Oni to Sika. Sika. Mm, I'm a Sika. <laughs> you know, you you have been coined the queen of Afro House. But how would you describe your own sound? Okay, so um after after Project Fame, I got my prize money of two million naira. Uh -huh. And like I said, I wanted the best to work with the best producer. So I didn't know anyone in the industry. So I went to Google. They Google. Wow. And I in the search words, best top ten Nigerian producers. And Saz's name kept coming up. That's Saz the mm. producer. And I reached out to him. We had a meeting. And I told him, I said, guy, I want to hit songs. <laughs> and he laughed at me like, you know, what's going on? He watched um, some of the clips of. Uh, me singing on the show and he was like I know what to give you I'm like just give me something I want to sing and dance at the same time and then I did the song Ibadi dropped it in 2014 it dropped and it became a hit and people right. were like oh this Afro house I'm like eh. <laughs> okay and then I, I, I dropped a, my, um, a song called Soke the following year and everyone started calling me the queen of Afro house I'm like I like this. I think I'm going to adapt <laughs> I'm it. You know, and, <laughs> you know, I'm going to, you know, adapt this name. And um, people said calling me, I love it. And that's, I'm like, okay, Afro House. Even though, yes, it's my root genre of music because I need my identity. Mm -hmm. But I still tend towards other genre of music like R&B, um, folk music, African music, everything generally. That's what's up. Nini, pick three songs, okay? Three of your songs that you of your choice and tell us the inspiration behind them. Oh my god, that's hard. That's like um <laughs> asking me to pick like I know there's um, so many. I have like three hundred children and telling me to just pick three. <laughs> All right. So you you pick for me. Okay, let me pick for you. All right. Tell me the story behind Maradona. Okay, Shay Maradona. Uh, okay, so I walked in the, into the studio and he knew I was coming already, obviously. And then he started playing the beat that he was working on for me, and I liked it. I vibed on it because that's what mm -hmm. I do. I hear the beat, I vibe, and then get my melodies right, and then sit down and write the song proper. Mm -hmm. And already in the studio, we knew the song was a jam. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, oh my God, this is a jam. But we did not know that we would create a jam. <laughs> wow. You know, we created a monster, um, a phoenix of a song. Because the song, when you think it's done, it's moving to another region. And the song is like, you know what? I ain't going nowhere. Yep. I'm not going anywhere. Yep. You know? And um, so it was fun creating, you know, the song Maradona in the studio. And from the, from the beat, I got the vibe about, you know, um, liberation, um, sadness, mm. and all of that. And then that's how I. I just got that emotion and I wrote the song about heart, heartbreak and how men break women's heart. I know, right? What about yeah. Sika? What about Sika? Mm, I'm a oh, Sika. Uh, oh, Sika. <laughs> Sika is a fun song that I made for every woman out there. Yeah. 
even every man really, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> really, for every woman when you look in the mirror and you tell yourself that you know god made you in his own image and you're beautiful as you are so i'm thicker and even all the girls tell me mm. that i'm thicker and i don't need i don't need to drink to know <laughs> you know that to establish that i know what i'm talking about that i'm beautiful so it's a very fun very fun Oh yeah. I got one. Okay, you got one song you wanted to tell Banna. a story about? Banna. Sorry? Banna. Oh, Banna. You have to, you oh, have yeah. to excuse, you have to excuse my cast. Cast is the hip hop. I'm the Afro beat. So, yeah, cast so is trying God. to tell you Banna. Yeah, Banna, 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 Banna is street. <laughs> I remember, I remember in the studio that day when I went into into the studio, cast had a couple of beats for me, and that day I was on a roll. That was the day I did I did Bana, I did Omaracle, I did Designer, I did so mm. many songs that thing that I just vibed on different days. Mm. So before Bana, we're just gisting, talking about banana, talking about plantain, and all of that. And before I knew it, I was like, Bana, 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 the song about, it's a girl singing about uh, banana, of course. <laughs> <laughs> banana, okay. <laughs> and the girl, and the girl is like, uh, I'm liberated enough to think about, talk about whatever it is that I want to talk about. Talk about men, talk about the fact that I love him and I love being with him. And yeah, but the vibe, the energy from the studio was crazy already. I danced, I danced yeah. away my sorrows. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Nini? Speaking about dance, okay, I need to lay this out so that everyone can totally understand what I'm saying. When Bye. you watch Niniola dance, okay, the hair, I mean, like, the hair at the back of your neck stands. It's like you go into this trance. It's like, I don't know, it's like an out-of-body experience when you dance. I mean, Kaz, I'm serious. This is no play here. When she's dancing, it's like, you know, that's my female crush right there, okay? Now, what are you thinking? <laughs> now, let's put it out there. No, what are you thinking, though, when you're dancing? And what's going through your mind? Because I feel like you've left the building. <laughs> okay, so um, naturally, and I'm, I'm an introvert, and um, because of the kind of music that I do, when people, you know, see me, they expect me to be all jumpy, jumpy, like, why are they need doing dance music? I'm like, yeah, you know, but when it's time for me to get on, it's like I have another persona, mm. um, like an alter ego that comes out, because that's when, you know, I get to have fun. And that's when I get to interact with the people that I'm doing music for. When I'm on stage, there as your friend, there mm -hmm. to have fun with you, you know, not there to just show that, okay, I know the lyrics to my song. No, I'm there to have fun with you. And I always make sure that people have an experience. Mm. And um, dance has always been part of me. When in high school, when I just got into high school and I had to join a club, right. I walked into the cultural group club and i saw my seniors shaking their bomb bomb i'm like i'm going to let out to shake my bomb bomb like that. I like <laughs> you know and then so i was very involved in social activities and school dance and you know miming singing and all of that so when i'm on stage i want people to experience Nina like because they might never meet me again or watch me perform again so i just want to leave you with that um um feeling and that experience that oh my gosh 
did I just experience this? So it's just a way to let go and make people feel good, just to entertain people. Basically. It definitely seems like the perfect blend of music and dance. I'm curious, like, what was your first love? Was it music or was it dance? Okay, I'd say, I'd, oh my gosh, it's hard because now that I think about it again, my late dad, I remember when he bought his first camcorder and then he'd tell me to dance because he think and he would show he would show his friends the video when he comes when they come around to be like, see my daughter can dance. <laughs> a good dancer, you know. And um, it was later that I fell in love with music. So I'll say dance came first. Like you just mm. you realize it. Yeah, you wow. Realize, you know, that dance came first, you know, but Dance and music go hand in hand for me. Yeah. I love, I, right. I, I, I say I, I even love dancing. I pick dancing over singing. Now you, you, oh. you, you dance, girl, you dance. People get that, you get your box, you get your, your, the worth of the show when you are watching her. Like you get, cause we do a lot of concerts and bring a lot of artists. So whenever I, we get to Africa and, and, and we get home and I've got this artist with me and I see Niniola's name on the dance, on the, you know, on the lineup, I'm like, okay, yeah. watch your back, Sierra. Watch yourself, Beyonce. She's coming. Like, you know, I'm like always proud. Are there any producers? Producers or artists, you know you gotta work with. Name your top three for me, Minyala. Uh, oh, oh Lord, there's so many super talented producers out there. So for me, it's about if you get my vibe, mm. what can you give me? Okay, so um, last year, Timberland came on my page and he he, he did he, he commented saying, "I love your new single and I wanted to die <laughs> like me." <laughs> it's yeah, all the way in Lagos, Nigeria, and then Timberland is saying this, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like he's a legend. Yes. So I immediately sent him a message via, you know, Insta Instagram DM, and I'm like, can I work with you, please? <laughs> and I was like, sure. Like, which of my songs do you like? Like your music, and I dope. I've listened to your album. I love your album. And then we've been working together. So it's a dream come true. I feel so honored and so happy about it. And so for me, it's about, you know, working with different people. I don't want to call names because there's too many of them. Mm -hmm. So it's, if, I get a, if I get an opportunity to work with a talented, super talented producer, why not? I, I really I really like that answer. You know, sometimes it's hard to call the names, but deep down, how far you know who they are. So you can DM me, WhatsApp me, and because I really want to put it out there. Because for me, it's the growth of the industry. You're so big in the house industry, even here in Chicago. You know, because Chicago is all about house. So I know, like a lot of the house DJs, they keep hitting me up, like, how do we reach Niniola? It's always Niniola is coffee. It's Niniola is coffee. So it's just. <laughs> So we're like, how far? We're going to get her on the show because she's right here, right? <laughs> oh, you have a song, Fantasy. Nino, like your song, Fantasy, with a four-time Grammy Award nominee. I mean, that was a huge achievement, and that song is fire. How did you link up with four-time Grammy Award nominee, Femi Kuti, Fela Kuti's son? Should I go on? Huh? Hey, go on, go on, please. <laughs> Fela <laughs> on the king of the shrine. Mm. Nigeria's own, Afrobeat's own. Hey, 
you know oh, yeah. that uh, I feel <laughs> I feel so blessed. I feel so honored. I feel yeah. um, I'm grateful basically yeah. because um, I don't know how I got the king of Afrobeat, a legend, yeah. uh, Femi Kuti, to bless. I don't know how I got him to bless my record, but God blessed him. It's, God. it's God bless him because growing up too, I used to you know look at the fella dancers. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't really, you know, into the music because when I was young, I didn't really understand what the music was all about. But I was looking at the dancers, the way they were dancing and shaking their body and moving to the rhythm. I was really interested in that. So I'd always been following the dance. And then my team reached out to him, to his mm. team, and the meeting was set up. And um, then he saw me, I was like, I'm not doing collabo. <laughs> I mean, my mind, I'm like, oh, please make it easy for me. <laughs> you know, and I was wearing um, shades, I was wearing glasses. I was like, remove your glasses. I'm like, he's him. And he's like, the people from this side, what? Like, you know, he stressed me out. In my mind, I was trying to even talk to my manager, like, she's not going to do it. She just tell me. Like, I'm like, <laughs> you know, let me respect myself. Respect <laughs> myself. You know, but eventually he um, agreed to do And his sister was there. You know, they're a fun pair. Playing, joking, yes, Auntie Annie Kuti. And she was like, Feed for this girl now. Why are you stressing? Just do it. And then he, he was like, Okay, you know what? Um, on the 26th of December, book of session will be there. Just like wow. that. And he wow. didn't even listen to the song, you know, before agreeing to do the song. So that means that he knew that my music was supposed to be dope enough for him to jump mm -hmm. on. And in my mind, I was like, Ah, oh, thank God. I got to the studio as early as possible, <laughs> waiting for him. And when he listened to the music, he arrived, listened to the music, he fell in love with the music. And what he gave that day, I'm mm. telling you, money cannot buy. Right. Um, I couldn't even use all the um, materials that he dropped. Wow. I couldn't use everything. Like, if I wanted to drop 30 albums now, I'm sure I have stuff from him to use. And I just feel very, 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 very grateful. It's a dream culture, actually. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's, it's totally it. one. Cass? I'm just in awe. I'm, He's wow. in awe. He's like, okay. <laughs> let, me, let me take all this in. Yeah, let me take yeah. all this in. But like, no, ooh. Um, my question, I'm, I'm curious, like, what's it like to have a sibling in the industry as well? Oh, it feels good because you can gossip and you know it's not coming out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> We're talking I mean, about Tenny. Right. Are there any collabs? <laughs> you got, are there any collabs we should be looking out for? I think that'd be super dope. Oh, yeah. I, I, people keep asking. But at the right time, because it has to be dope, you know. Yeah. So at the right time, you'll be the first to talk about it. But at the right time, it's going to be dope. Okay. And then you also have a foundation. I like that about you. It's Adopts a Child's Education. Tell us about it. Okay. So Adopts a Child's Education and Foundation funded by me, um, I think about four or five years I went back to Isola Irakari Estate in Lagos State, Nigeria. That's where I grew up. And I went to five government schools, primary schools. That foreign language myself. And I I picked it up too, and thank God it was a boy and a girl. So right. there was no Ojuro or anything like that. Yes. And um, I gave them a six year 
high school scholarship that includes tuition, uniforms, and books. And I'm happy that they are done with their junior secondary school and they're in their um, senior secondary school, SS2. By next year, they should be done. And by God's grace, I'm not going to leave them. And um, I'm yeah. gonna help more children as well through secondary school. And also I go to schools and give out books. I give out um, sporting equipment, um, the schools and all of that. So I just feel like capacity to, you know, just put a smile on someone's face. My father, my late father was a philanthropist and an educationist and he believed in how to fish rather than just eating fish. That is beautiful. That is priceless at, at, at a very young age as well. Really appreciate that, Niniola. That's investing where you come from, sowing that seed. Money can't buy that. Trust me. You could have all the money in the world, but if you don't put it back into the country, into the people, into the younger you, because, you know, I was born in Lagos. I grew up in Suleri. So everyone's like, oh, Sheila's doing this, Sheila's doing that. But, you know, ah. I wish somebody was funding ah. me back then. You know what I mean? And so it's so important to give back. So kudos to you for that. What's next for you, Niniola? What's next for the Queen of Afro House? What's next? How far? For my um, album, my album by the drop this year. Corona or no Corona? Oh, no Corona. Corona set up a lot of things back, you know, but um, by God's grace, I'll still drop it. So it has even given me time to even record more songs. So yeah, my album is definitely dropping this um, year, and I cannot wait to go back on stage. I'm oh, tired of staying in the house, so Corona should just fly away. <laughs> I really appreciate it, Niniola. Yeah. Thank you so much for stopping by on How Far. We look forward to having you as well in the States. You can come into the studio, you know, let's do some sessions with you. Let's just hang out. Let's kick it. Really appreciate where you're, what you're doing right now. Super proud of you and just keep pushing that culture. Okay, it's Africa to the world. Niniola, thank you so much. Thank you, Queen. Really appreciate you. So until next time, guys, on How thank Far. Thank you. Sheila O'Sign, you know, Nina lies there with her QQ cookie. Hello. All right, hey. Queen. Don't Respect. Kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> Nini, Bye. are you in a relationship like this? The one you have this your dog. I don't know. Huh? Nini. Oh, I mean, no, I have boyfriend though. Is there no competition in this matter here? <laughs> <laughs> huh? No, he just no, accepts it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I know you love, I know you love cookie. All right, Nini. Ah, oh, big kisses. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. God bless you. Bye.